Podcast. I'm Luke Walsh. I'm sitting here with Eric Reesberg. We are your hosts for tonight's episode. Eric, how are we doing tonight? We are doing pretty good. Um, kind of coming down off of Thanksgiving vacation. Yes. Um, nice to have three days off in the previous week. This this week feels like a bit of a slog. Uh, a little bit. It's it's like the first couple days are like getting back into the swing of things, but also like there are contractors who just didn't stop working over Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so they're like, where's this thing I asked for three days ago? And I was yep, like, I, I, have was the on, same, I was on vacation. I have the same problem. Distributors do not stop working nope. over Thanksgiving. And so I just came back to like a flood of emails and, and so much to do. But mm-hmm. yeah. it's okay. That is what it is. Right. That's what puts the booze and the food on the table. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you're in retail now. So yeah. what was Black Friday like for you? Was Were you off were you working? What well, was that? Well, I took the day off, and okay. frankly, my job specifically, since I don't work in the store, my work for Black Friday was all done ahead of time. Gotcha. And also, Black Friday is not what it was. That's true. That's like, very true. Stores aren't even open on Thanksgiving anymore, so that trend mm-hmm. of like opening earlier and earlier on Thanksgiving Day has kind of stopped because we've got all of our deals and everything two weeks before right. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, if you went on the Target app in the last three weeks you they're like black, black friday, friday deals. deals at like the beginning of november so mm-hmm. it's not what it was um the big home run especially for me is going to be december week three and four gotcha. people getting ready for their christmas parties and hosting people so yep yeah getting so, ready yeah. for the christmas parties hosting people and then also doing their new year's stuff like it's going to be big <laughs> exactly so now for me because i have to get the stuff to the stores is crunch time because gotcha. stuff takes time to go from distribution center two store right of course it's a totally different animal because back when i worked in engineering this time of year was quite slow because everyone was on vacation right or spending time with their families yeah exactly so there's not the case this year no yeah it's very very different world that you operate in now for sure totally how you doing luke oh i'm doing pretty well yeah it's uh thanksgiving was great yeah the food amount was a lot yeah (laughs) yep uh ate quite a bit i made those sweet potato things mm-hmm. that you guys made for the... The stacks? Yeah, the stacks. Yeah. Made those because someone else had a Brussels sprout dish mm. and someone else was making a stuffing, which was what I had made for our... Right, thing. for the Friendsgiving. So, so I was like, well, I need to make something. So what's it going to be? And then I pulled up the sweet potato things. Huge hit. Yeah, they are delicious. They we also great. made them again for ours. Um, so if anyone's interested, I can find the recipe and send it your way. Um, Luke obviously has it as well since he yep. made it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, basically you just slice... Sweet potatoes, real thin. Toss them in butter and herbs and garlic, and then cook them in muffin tins. Yeah, stacked up. Yep, delicious, it's fantastic. Get yourself a mandolin, slice up some sweet potatoes, and don't and lose not a finger. your fingers. Yep, that's the key. That is I the was key. so scared the first time. Did you buy yourself a mandolin? Or did you have one? They, already? they, my parents have a mandolin okay. down at their place. Have um, you ever used one? I've used theirs before. Mm. Yes. Now the thing is with theirs, they have like a safety guard on it mm. so you jam you jam the potato in and then you put it in like a holder that shields your hand from the blade yep that's yeah. how we should use it and i used it at the end of the potato mm-hmm. but for the first i don't know three quarters of the potato i just held on to it because i feel like i had better control that way okay and um it was terrifying yeah, the very sure. first time I used it because I've heard so many times that the mandolin is the destroyer of fingers. <laughs> Chop off your finger. So, 
Be careful out there with your mandolins, everyone. But also, they're a great tool. They are a great and tool. And can be used to make quite tasty dishes. You can use them to make waffle fries. Did you know that? I did not know so that. So they've got like little fingers that stick up, so you can like cut hashes in as well. Huh. So then you slice the potato, and then you turn it 90 degrees, and you slice it through again, and that's a waffle fry. Interesting. I know. Okay. We haven't tried it yet, but I am Can excited you make a waffle fry so. with a waffle? No. I mean, maybe. It's too soft. It would be pretty soft. You'd have to overcook the waffle. You would. You'd have to get it quite hard. Yeah. So probably not. It wouldn't be a great waffle fry. No. (laughs) Definitely would not be a good waffle fry. But it's also like a different consistency of taste. True. (laughs) A different kind of taste than what you expect out of any other fry before. It would blow my little mind. It would. That's for sure. (laughs) It's a waffle fry made out of waffle and not potato. Yeah. That is, um, it's a novel idea. It probably won't take off. No, not at all. But I like the ingenuity. I like, I like the creativity. Yeah. If someone is listening and has an idea of how to make that successful and actually good, hit us up. Because <laughs> I kind of want to, kind of want to see how this goes. See if we can make waffle fries from waffles. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, why not? What do you Some... call it? What do you call it though? Well, you can't just call it a fry, right? You call it the waffle squared. The waffle waffle? Mm. That sounds Waf- like... Waffle. <laughs> waffle? It's the first thing I came up with. Okay. It's not great. All right. Well, you got... We're see. workshopping different, it. Different variations of fry, right? You've got the French fry, You've like the standard. You've mm-hmm. got the shoestring, the super thin ones. Love those. Favorite favorite type of fry. You got the curly fries. Yep. You got the sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. Then you got the waffle fries. Which sweet potato just... fries are just French fries made out of sweet potatoes. Right, but that's the thing. You know, it's a sweet potato fry, mm. but you can't do a waffle fry and just call it a waffle fry. I guess if you try to take a waffle <laughs> and just cut it up like a regular fry, that would be a waffle. a waffle. That would be a waffle that's, fry. That's just a waffle stick, though. Mm, which are also good. Right, those are great. French toast sticks. You remember uh-huh. those from, did you ever have like breakfast? Or, or those were sometimes available for lunch at school. They were, yes. Um, those were slapped. Those were so good. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about French toast sticks. Mm-hmm. Those are legit. French toast sticks were a hit. Uh, and then like Bosco sticks. Were Bosco also. sticks, obviously. Bosco the sticks classic, were the great ones. Which are really just mozzarella sticks. Oh, yeah, for sure. But with a bread stick instead of uh-huh. breading. Yes. Which is better. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how it's better. Because you don't have any crunch. No, you don't. There's no texture. It's all yeah. soft. It's still great, though. It's incredible. Yes. Anyway, I think it's I think it's probably the ratio of bread to cheese. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you get, like, more cheese because it's bigger right. than a regular mozzarella stick. Yeah. Is it weird that I want a school lunch? No. Because I didn't like them. Right. In high school, I stopped buying school lunches and started bringing my own because I didn't like them. Oh, interesting. Okay. But it's weird that I now want one. See, it's funny because growing up, like, we brought we brought lunch every day because our parents, like, packed them. Mm-hmm. And so I never had school lunch until I got, like, to high school. Mm. And then it was like I was getting school lunch all the time. Um, so it became something special. Right. Because I couldn't have it. Mm. So. Interesting. Yeah. The the trade-off. <laughs> it's just like you want what you can't have. Exactly. Or yeah. don't have. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. Mm. But 
lunch always comes with something that you need to wash it down with. And so, Eric, what are we drinking tonight? Well, in high school, it wasn't this. Um, what? But, it but, wasn't? But tonight I have um, a coffee old-fashioned from the company Low and Slow. Um, this was a... I can't say a gift because that counts as like bribery and like not allowed. It is a sample sent from one of my distributors to nice. me. Good. Um, and this Christmas time of year, interpret that as you will. Um, mm-hmm. But it is very good. It's 80 proof. Um, it's coffee. It's whiskey. It's, it's tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Delightful. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really good. And I don't have to do anything. I just pour it in a glass. Right. Pour it in a glass and then you stir it. I do stir it down with a little bit of ice because yeah. I don't store it in the fridge or freezer or anything. So yeah. I like to be like it to be a little colder. But Yeah, that's fair. You wouldn't have to. Okay. You could drink it straight if cool. you wanted or just right on ice without stirring. But Okay. I like to kickstart the chilling and dilution process. You like, you like to get the bit. juices flowing a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Get, get them to know each other a little bit more before so that they is, enter your system. That's my normal approach. I do that with like... Regular old fashions and stuff too. I stir them down a little bit. I don't that's just fair. pour them straight. Cause yeah, I'm not crazy about them warm. Well, I mean, yeah, that that's fair. That makes sense. Plus, like you know, you want to like in, you want to mix everything together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Get, get them all mingling. Exactly. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight, Luke? Uh, I am not drinking any booze tonight. Uh, I am drinking myself a peppermint mocha from Starbucks that I picked up on the way over here. Yum. Want a little pick me up? Felt a little. Needed caffeine kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's not the best weather this week. No, so, it's been pretty crappy. Yeah. So uh, a little a little like warm mocha sounded pretty damn good. So and holiday themed. Yeah, and holiday themed. Peppermint mochas. Exactly. I haven't had a real holiday themed coffee drink yet this year. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Well, this is my first coffee drink one for sure. I haven't had really like holiday themed, like mm. Christmas themed. So you like, know, like eggnog. Yeah, I haven't had that yet. No. That will make an appearance at some point. Oh, on, for sure. Yeah. Just e- not tonight. Eggnog's the best. It's so good. Love it. Yep. Something also that I didn't have growing up because my family is not big on eggnog. Mm. Yeah, I didn't really eat, drink a whole lot of eggnog growing up either. No. Yep. But I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. It's rich. It's creamy. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Tasty. So good. But let's jump into it, get into some of the NFL action that happened over this past week. Uh, and gear up for this upcoming week, 13 of action. So, first off, bye weeks. We are back with teams on bye. It's only two this week. Yep, and six next week? Or six next week. Oh, my gosh. Buckle up, folks. Balance it out. Just balance it out. Yeah. Maybe maybe have buys during last week, because you can figure out the schedule. Fuck eh, it. It's kind of hard with the Thanksgiving stuff. A little bit. I get it. But, like, you know, they can figure it out if they want to, Um, which clearly they don't want to. But no. at the very least, if you're going to have eight more teams on by the next two weeks, do four and four. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a way to work the schedule. I did watch a video on them making the schedule, and it did look insanely complicated. Yeah. Because they're trying to, like, emphasize, you know, primetime games and all this sort of stuff, too, for, like, teams that are going to be good. Totally get it, but there's got to be a way to even out the bye weeks a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. There has to be. Uh, anyway, the teams that are on by, we have the Carolina Panthers and we have the Arizona Cardinals. So on the Panthers, you have... Uh, depends uh, on the week. <laughs> depends on Foreman the week. Probably Foreman probably is the only. DJ Moore with Sam Darnold is showing one week of success. So if yeah. you want to take a shot on him in the future, you can. I'm not but crazy about it. He's not been consistent enough where you've been starting him. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I would start DJ Moore anywhere. No. 
Uh, yeah, no, unless unless you need to at this point in the season. Yeah, That's and then it. Cardinals, obviously, you've got D-Hop. Mm-hmm. Murray's been solid this year. Yep. Marquise Brown put up a good performance last week He's coming back. off the injury. Yep. Um, and James Conner um, yep. is just the highest of usage. Yes, insane amounts of usage for Conner, and he's been great uh, the past few weeks. So, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals being on by, you're missing, you're missing some talent, you're missing some people, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely some good players in the Cardinals, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, Watch that. Fill in where you need to fill in. Uh, and good luck. But yeah. gear up for next week because six more teams. But it's, it's the suck. last bye week. So it is the last bye week. You only have one more week to power through. Yep. So just get ready for it. Until teams start sitting teams, sitting players because playoffs. But Yeah, but we are going to be, we should be out before that point. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We Probably. should be, I mean, I feel like we've always tried to line that up so that we don't have to worry So we're not in the very last week of regular season yep, play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and no teams are so significantly ahead that they can take two weeks off. Yeah. Also, it's probably too late to do this, but, like, check all of your league settings. Mm. Um, because I'm in a league where they're starting playoffs next week. Oh, my there goodness. There are six teams on by, and I brought that up, and everyone was like, work the waiver wire. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> wow. That's, um, that's rough. What if someone like just gets totally fucked? Like if the top seed gets fucked because of six teams being on by, okay, good luck. Guess they like okay. <laughs> yeah, not not loving that. Terribly unfortunate. And I caught it too late, and I guess they don't want to make the change now. I mean, they are they are somewhat right in the fact that you should like be aware of the league settings, but also right. you're not going to change everything you do from a drafting and. No. Roster management standpoint because playoffs start a week earlier than they should. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, do that. But, yeah, moving on into news uh, pieces from this past week. We talked about last week Melvin Gordon and Daryl Henderson both got cut from their respective teams. They both got signed by teams' practice squads. Uh, I don't think either of them were active officially, like, brought up from the practice squad. Um, but Melvin Gordon went to the Chiefs and Daryl Henderson went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, they're both waiver. They can sit on the waivers for at least this week. Oh, yeah. Definitely not worth adding. No, God, no. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to roster them anywhere. They're not worth it. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Not worth it. Yeah. Um, next up here we have Sam Darnold. He has now been named the starter for Carolina moving forward. Frankly, they should have done this at the beginning of the season. Well, he was hurt. Sure. Signing Baker was always a mistake. Um, Sam Darnold is the better player, and that's, like, crazy to even make that statement that Sam Darnold is the better player because he's not good. No, he's not. It's insane, but, I mean, he had a a decent enough performance last week. So you you like that. Yeah, there's not much to like, though. The only people that really like it are people who own DJ Moore in fantasy right now because they were like, oh, their hope. Look, hope. Look, usage. <laughs> I can see hope in the future. You threw him the ball. He got yeah, points. It's not, it's not good, though. Yeah. You don't like it. Um, but you tolerate it. Yep. Yep. Uh, another quarterback, Mike White, was named the starter for the New York Jets just after we stopped talking about it. You know, we were like, Zach Wilson got benched, but we don't know who's the starter. And then we stopped recording, and then it was like, Mike White is starting. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, Turns out Mike White should have been starting all season long. Yeah, he's um he's kind of weird. He's like comes in and he has like great games mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he plays bad. Yep. And then they sit bench him for a while. 
and they put him in and he plays great again. Yep. So I don't know what to think about Mike White. I am up optimistic about the receivers on that team now. Yes. Um, mainly Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. I'm still not crazy about Elijah Moore. He only had two catches and two targets this last week. Yeah, so not like, insane. The usage isn't good, but there's upside available, I suppose. Yeah, there is for sure. I mean, Mike White is much more trustworthy than Zach Wilson. He's uh, at least through one week this season much better. Yeah. But at the very least, he's going to be the starter until the wheels fall off because he's actually liked by his his teammates. Yeah, I feel like Zach Wilson is very much taking the Johnny Manziel approach here. He's going way worse than Manziel. Just like being the worst person. Yeah. And like blaming everything on everyone else and like not taking any responsibility. Like, I don't think any team is going to touch him. No. God, no. He's, he, it was funny. Uh, There was a clip of Mike White, like, did something. I don't know if it was good or bad, whatever, but went to the sideline, pulled out the tablet, and started looking at the plays and talking about it with the coaches and the other quarterbacks uh, that were on the sideline, except Zach Wilson wasn't partaking in said conversation. He was sitting away from everyone else, just doing whatever the fuck he wanted, I guess, just not paying attention to anything. Yeah, he's a child. Not a good look. Yeah, he's just a total child. Yep. Um, And so... Goodbye. He's speed running Josh Rosen's career trajectory. Except he actually has more talent than Rosen, right. probably. He Which, just has a bad attitude. Rosen didn't have a bad attitude. He just wasn't good. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. He also, like, Rosen actually, like, didn't really get the opportunity ever. <laughs> yeah, Rosen really got the short end of the stick yeah. at the beginning of his career. And yep. now it turns out he's actually not good. But mm-hmm. he never really got a fair shake at the beginning. No, no. I didn't think. No, not totally. Uh, Deshaun Watson, another quarterback. He's back. He's starting. Um, I'm sure he's been picked up in whatever fantasy leagues. All of them, most of them. I don't care. Yeah. He's going up against Houston. He'll probably have a good game. Relevance for the receivers. Yep. Um, and he's probably going to be a solid quarterback rest of the season, but we obviously don't like Deshaun Watson as a person. I am rooting so hard for him to fail. Yeah, it would be, it would be best probably if he failed because then Mm -hmm. you don't have to have the conversation of well can i justify playing a piece of crap right yeah um but you know he's not the first piece of crap to take the field uh he won't be the last no um do what you want yeah yeah yep i agree um next up here we have von miller he's been placed on ir i don't know what the injury is luke do you uh i want to say it's a ankle injury okay yeah. So he is at least going to miss the next four weeks. I'm assuming they're going to try and get him back for the playoffs so that they can make a big push. Um, I don't know how severe the ankle injury is, but he's they're, been he's been important for them so far yeah, this year. They are confident that uh, just having him out for the four games is going to be enough for him to recover. They really just wanted to do it so that he would have those four games and then be back in time for playoffs. So they put him on IR to start the clock this week instead of waiting to see and then starting it next week. Yep, makes sense to me. Yeah. Bills are going to be in the playoffs, obviously. Um, they're a good team. They're going to want him when they're making their Super Bowl yep. run. Yep. Um, and then the last bit of news here, Odell Beckham has been visiting with teams this weekend, um, or he will be visiting with teams yeah. this weekend. Um, maybe worth an ad, but there's been some noise around him being kind of a bad person he as was, well. There he was, was this weird plane of situation. Airplane. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like maybe he was just like really tired or maybe he was drunk or I'm not quite sure what was happening. Either way, 
hiccup at your own risk. Right. Yep. The teams uh, that he is confirmed visiting this weekend are the Giants. Uh, yep. So he's starting there. Then he's going to visit Buffalo. And then he's ending his confirmed visits with the Dallas Cowboys. Gosh, that's interesting. And Jerry Jones is talking Odell up a lot. So, well, but Jerry Jones just talks. There's, he does talk. There's just a sure. lot of noise coming from that general direction. Yeah. I think it would be like really fitting if he went back to the Giants. It would be, That'd be funny. Kind of awesome. Yeah. Actually, cool. I, I think I would kind of like that. Um yep. but we'll see. Yeah. If you're confident in starting him in the fantasy playoffs in week two, gosh, more power to you. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I think if I think if he has a shot to do it anywhere, it would be with New York because there's no other receivers. I mean, Slayton's been good, not yeah. not great. Like he's been good for fantasy, solid enough. Yeah, solid yep. enough for sure. He's a great two, but you get Odell back in there, he is a one immediately. Um, yeah, but you just think like last year when he went to the Rams, like it worked so well for yeah. him to not be the one, right? Yeah. So, and if he goes to Buffalo, he's not the one because of Diggs. He will get more playing time than Gabe Davis. I'd be worried about the Buffalo thing and personalities yes. because of Diggs. That would be an Diggs issue. has a big personality and, like, nothing against him. I get it. And it's mm-hmm. somewhat earned because he's good. Yeah. But, like, him and Odell in the same wide receiver room seems like a problem a to lot. me. Dallas would be interesting. I think Dallas is an okay fit as well. Yeah. With CD on the other mm-hmm. side. Um, Gallup. Although Gallup's not really... Odell would probably end up in the slot. You'd want Gallup on the outside as well. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I am not confident enough to start him. I'm not. I'm not two of the fantasy playoffs. No. So you're really. It's like if he goes off in week two of the fantasy playoffs, you put him in in the championship game if you Mm -hmm. make it, and that's kind of it. Like it's an upside play. It has the lowest of floors. Yes. This is like such a such a stash. That's it. Yeah. You pick him up and stash, and you wait and see. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that is what we have for news. And so now we'll talk about some of the injuries that happened over the past week, Uh, starting off with a couple quarterbacks, one that did get hurt, one that is recovering slash recovered based on news blurbs. But Aaron Rodgers suffered a rib injury on a hit during the game against the Eagles this past week. He came out of the game. Um, Likely he will play. He says he feels fine. But even if the dude isn't 100%, he will probably still go because he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, his ego is too big for him to not play, but he's yeah. more than just rib hurt. His thumb is also his thumb basically is broke. broken. And has been all season, and he's just been playing through it. Yeah, we always, I mean, I thought it was just an excuse to why he was playing bad, but it's legit broken. Yeah. And then his ribs are also effectively broken. So, like, dude, just, like, take a break. Go sign with someone else this offseason mm-hmm. and just, like, move on. Yes. The scary thing about it. Now, I know that the, the Eagles were up by a somewhat comfortable margin, and so they were playing soft defense. Jordan Love looked okay. He didn't look bad. And it scared me. <laughs> yeah, he didn't look bad. And it's like, are you serious? Green Bay is yep. going to just continue this trend of having great quarterbacks forever? Yep. I don't know. Um Anyways, yeah, he's probably going to play because his ego relies too much on him being on the field Yes, for him not to. So right, we'll exactly. keep an eye on that. Yep. Uh, other quarterback, Justin Fields, uh, was a full participant in practice earlier today. He is looking like he's good to go, um, which will be great when the Bears play the Packers this upcoming weekend. I'm scared and happy. 
I'm scappy. Scappy? I'm very scappy about you're this. You're scaroused? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm super happy to be able to put him back in my roster, but I don't want it to get worse, and I don't want him to like lose more time. I think the full practice participation is very... Uh, it's a good sign. It feels good. It's a good sign. For sure. They're, also, it's non-throwing shoulder. Right, exactly. So even if it does get worse, like, meh. The thing is, it, it gets worse if he takes bad hits, and he doesn't shy away from hits. Yeah. So, in fact, he he leads into them quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a little worried, but I mean, tough dude. Yeah. Happy he's trying to come back and and lead his team. It's a good sign for the yes. Bears. Yeah, it's great. He wants to lead, so mm-hmm. that's important. Uh, running backs here, we have Damian Harris. He has a right thigh injury. He is not playing at the moment. Um, so all Ramondre again. Mm-hmm. Um, love to see it. Ramondre is the better player. Damian Harris is touchdown dependent. I'm never into him ever uh, the the amount so. of touchdowns that he got over his first couple seasons was insane the regression hit but also was coupled with a whole bunch of injuries um stevenson is a better pass catcher and right better, now is frankly, just more a explosive. better runner too yeah more explosive runner right now for sure yeah I, so it is what it is you probably weren't starting damian harris Doubtful. or anyways so it's Ramondre, and you can't make changes because it's already happening yes um, next up here we have Michael Carter. He has a left ankle sprain. He is day to day. I don't. I don't know what to think about this. Yeah. They picked up James Robinson, and then he was a healthy scratch last week. Which so wild. there's like this like weird. They traded for him, and then just full scratch. There's this weird running back room thing happening. The only thing that, and we'll talk about it in a bit. Um, Zonovan Knight um, is the guy to pick up if you're going to. Michael Carter is a very much maybe worth watching type of player this Zonovan week. Zonovan Knight was the guy to pick up a day ago. I think he got picked up in damn near every league. I was yes, in. it was. Yeah, it was pretty unanimous. I yeah. got him in two. So mm-hmm. um, next up here, we have Josh Jacobs. He has a calf injury. He is also day to day, but he's kind of been fighting through these injuries all season. This, he's going to keep. I think he's going to play. I, I really don't think there's a lot of question here. I think so, too. It's just crazy. He got this injury in the fourth quarter, came out of the game, then came into the game in overtime, had the crazy 86-yard game-winning touchdown, and then the next day they're like, so we're not going to practice him, and we're going to monitor him, and like it's going to be a game-time decision, basically. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, dude is playing for a contract this year, yeah. and he is doing everything in his power well, yeah. to get it. He he wants to play to prove that he like is, you know, worthy of getting signed and playing a full season. And the Raiders have no stake in him because they didn't pick up his option. Right. So like, what what do they care? Yeah, yeah they're not winning. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. He is he is balling out this year. He's got five point three, five almost five point four yards per carry so far. He's already yeah. matched his touchdown total from last year. Um, he's at twelve hundred yards. He's the league leader in rushing yards so far this year. Like, yep. Jacobs is killing it. So he's I crushing. think he's gonna play though. I think so too. Um, next up, another guy who's probably going to play, Travis Etienne. He has a foot injury. Um, it has been rumored that he was able to come back in, although we've heard that rumor before mm-hmm. um, from other players that en- ended up not playing, <clears throat> Leonard Fournette. Um, but Etienne's going to play. Oh, he's, yeah. He's going to be in. Yep. He'll be good. Yeah. I'm not, wor- I'm not worried about Etienne. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, Elijah Mitchell suffered an MCL sprain. He is done for the rest of the season. 
Um, I believe six to eight weeks was the timeline. So, so maybe playoffs, but maybe, but I mean that's well past fantasy season. So yep. it's it's beyond our time. He's a hundred percent droppable outside of dynasty. Yep, exactly. Um, so I mean more McCaffrey work. That's what that is. Maybe McCaffrey's also struggling a little bit with some knee soreness. That's he's, true. I mean he's gonna play, but it's a question on how much. This is actually this is uh, proving good for Jordan Mason. Is what yep, it is. Jordan Mason. Although also um, there's another play. T- uh, TDP, Ty Davis Price. Is he still um, on the team? Yes, he was just not on the active roster. Gotcha. Jordan Mason plays in special teams. Okay. So that's kind of where that balance comes from. So I think TDP will be upgraded to be on the active roster and is probably more desirable, in my opinion, than Jordan Mason. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, Najee Harris suffered an abdominal injury. He's considered day-to-day. He has not practiced yet this week. He came out of that game, and Benny Snell got a whole lot of the work and looked pretty good. Part of that because Jalen Warren was not active. Right. Jalen Warren is recovered and is will back. be back this week. So yeah. um, he's the guy I, I would look at in yep. Pittsburgh if Najee doesn't go. If Najee doesn't go, make sure Warren's on your team if you need that handcuff. Yep, yep. totally. Uh, Antonio Gibson uh, has a foot injury. He did not practice on Thursday. I don't know if he practiced on Wednesday or what the situation is, but I know he didn't practice on Thursday. Uh, so keep an eye on that. If he doesn't go, Brian Robinson is a must-start, I think. Yeah, he was limited Wednesday, downgraded to DNP on Thursday. So that's not a good sign. Um, Brian Robinson is your guy Yeah, in Washington. Yep, he is. Uh, they're going up against the Giants, so a little bit of a tougher matchup. Um, but he's going to get a whole lot of work <laughs> if, uh, if he's the only guy back there. Yep, totally. Yeah. And final running back injury, we got Leonard Fournette uh, back on the practice field following his hip injury that kept him out of the game this past week. Um, Keep an eye on it. I mean, if he doesn't go, then Rashad White is uh, on fire. Uh, Even if he does go, I think Rashad White should be the A and Fournette should be the B. But that's that's my opinion. I'm not Todd Bowles. I'm not a bad coach. (laughs) Ooh, you heard it here first, folks. Todd Bowles, bad coach. Well, you heard it here, like, for the first time on this specific show, but we're not the first people to I, say no. that. <laughs> I've, I think I said it when he was the coach for the Jets, too. I don't think Todd Bowles is a good coach. No, he's not. Like, period. I know his name was getting tossed around again, like, last year in the offseason, and I was like, please, no Vikings, please, no Vikings, because I just know, I know what the Vikings do when they yep. hire coaches. They hire coaches like Todd Bowles. Right. And I was very happy that we did not. Yeah, you went with that. someone else, and it's worked out very it's well. It's working quite well. Yes. I'm, I'm very happy. A um, couple wide receivers here on injury. Uh, Darnell Mooney, sad news here. Uh, he has a high ankle sprain. He is being put on IR and having surgery. He mm-hmm. is done for the season. Um, gosh, I would like to say this is an upgrade for Claypool, but I don't think Claypool is good enough to be one by himself. Yeah, I don't think so either. And yeah, this ju- this reverts it back to the same situation where Mooney was the only one who was capable as a wide receiver. Except Mooney's better than Claypool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is yeah, this is worse. Uh, this is as long as Justin Fields is starting, this is raise your stocks for Cole Komet. Yep, Cole Komet is somewhat relevant. I still am not like crazy about him. He's kind of touchdown dependent so far, but he's the only viable option yeah. on the receiving end. I think it's an upgrade for Montgomery. Even though they're going to stack the box, it's going to be run central. Yeah, Komet, they're Montgomery, gonna... and honestly, Fields too, yeah. just because he'll run more. Fields and Montgomery are going to get a lot of extra rushing Yeah, just attempts, frankly. 
Um, Jacoby Myers, he has an AC joint sprain. That's your shoulder, I believe. Um, he is day-to-day, but he's playing tonight. So I um, hope you have him in your roster because he's a target machine. Yep. Um, although he's kind of regressed in the last few weeks here. A little less dominant. Yeah, um, plus a tough matchup against the Bills. And a tough matchup, so we'll see if that actually um, pans out tonight. Next up, we have Allen Robinson. He has a foot injury IR. Done for the year. Yep. He is also done for the year, so the Rams are just, they're dead. They're done. Um, I, I can't imagine that they're really going to like continue to tr- push. I mean, their wide receiver run right now is Ben Skoranek. And Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson's good, actually. Yeah. He's just like happened to get off injury at the wrong time of the year. Yep. Um, they yeah. sell Higby. Sell the Rams, man. They're Hig- yep. they're in rough shape. Higby will be will be decent. Um, but yeah, Aaron Donald also is not going to play this weekend, so it's just it's just bad times for the Rams. Right? Yeah, now. it's over for the Rams. They're not going to make the playoffs, like for sure. No. Um. So sell it and then the last bit of news or at least injury news we have here tight end we have kyle pitts we got an update on his injury he's done for the season as well he's being put on ir um was his an ankle as well uh yeah i believe it's a high ankle ankle or knee something in his leg mcl something or other Yeah, yeah he's done um and frankly that just makes it easier for fantasy managers to not feel obligated to start him due to draft capital like he wasn't really startable anyways from a production standpoint, but people were still putting him in their lineups because they drafted him in the third round. Right, yeah, and now you don't have to even, you don't have to worry about that. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this upgrades anyone. They're just not gonna throw the ball uh-huh. in in Atlanta, so it doesn't matter. Yep. It was a uh, it was a grade two MCL sprain that okay. had suffered. Um so everyone who's listening and was yelling it while we didn't know. Now we know. Yeah. We got there. It's a knee, not an <laughs> ankle. We figured it out. Uh, but that is it for the injuries, and so now it is time for the recap of what happened in our league this past week. First up, my team, Daft Punk Tribute Band, put up a very strong 150.92. Unfortunately, it was not quite enough to beat Blake's 157.64, which was the high score on the week. Um, so congratulations, Blake, and I am upset. Yeah, it's a bummer being the second highest and still not winning, but... Yep. That's how it rolls. That is how it rolls. My efficiency, once again, reared its ugly head. Yeah, it was not good. No. It was bad this week. Miles Sanders on the bench hurt. I think you had hurt. the second highest um, max score this week of the season. You yep. also hold the highest. Yep. It's at like 200-something. Yep, and I have uh, greatly undershot both of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, hashtag Trade Montgomery putting up 106.79, which was just Barely not enough to defeat Cupper Cups, 107.65. That is our closest margin. Yeah, that's week. like less than a point. Yeah. So uh, very close. Nail-biter. Nail-biter. Yep. It all came down to Pat Fryermuth, and he was not able to pull it out, is what that was. Happens. Next up, Reese's Pieces, putting up 134.65, which was enough, Eric, to beat your too many cooks that only put up 86.19. It was way more than enough. Yeah. 86.19 yeah. is the low score out of our league this week, and that margin of victory between these teams is the highest of the week. Devontae's Inferno putting up 111.12, beating Return of the Cup, only putting up 87.10. Uh, Jackson continuing his streak, and Sean continuing his as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they are very much opposite direction teams right now. Yep, they are. And finally, our featured matchup from this past week, Team Rennie putting up... Uh, 
a palindrome. A very beautiful, very <laughs> symmetrical. 88.88, baby. Symmetrical vertically as well. Yeah, it's nice. It's very ple- pleasing to look it's at. It's a great number. Yeah, that's the one good thing it has going for it. That's true. Uh, because Chub Thumping put up 136.13, uh, destroying that 88.88. Yeah, um, if we're going to look at Rennie's team and some of the misses, um, Aaron Rodgers obviously was a disappointment. Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. Antonio Gibson only putting up seven. Najib only putting up ten point four. Both those guys getting hurt in the game. Yep. Jarvis Landry only with three. Really just like not good. Yeah, but good starts. Uh Keenan Allen putting up a respectable thirteen point four. Yeah, Allen has looked solid in his yeah. couple games back so far. Rashad White getting the start, uh putting up fifteen point four in his flex spot, and then Jake Elliott with eleven point five out of the kicker position. Yeah, so a couple good things, but really those top top line guys just did not do it for you right it's just that the the on the other side of the ball josh's high points were much much higher they were all there nick yeah. chubb putting up 20 21 essentially t putting up 22 tyler lockett with 14 and garrett wilson with 24 um, and christian watson with 20 christian watson is ridiculous i it's don't dumb. understand yeah the touchdown wasn't even from Aaron Rodgers. It was from Jordan I know. Love. And, it, and really, it wasn't even Jordan Love. It was just a slant that it Watson... Was a, it was a basic play. Watson just broke a slant. That dude should not be as fast as he is yeah, for as big as he is. so fast. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. I can't believe Dobbs got all that hype in the offseason when that physical specimen... W- was on the Packers. It's be- no, Watson was hurt during the preseason, and so True. they wanted to hype up some rookie, and Dobbs was actually looking good. I think the future with both Watson and Dobbs is going to be good for the Packers. Yeah. Watson's going to be much more productive than Dobbs is, but Dobbs is going to be a solid two. couple good pieces to have, yeah. for sure. Yep. But, yeah, a good week for Josh. Really good week. Beat his projection by 30 points almost. Yeah. 27 points. So, really solid week for you, Rennie. Tough week, but... That's how she goes sometimes. And Josh trying to get himself in that playoff conversation right at the end here. I mean, he's right there. Making a strong push. He's He is uh, in that spot right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Records on the season so far. That is a win for both me and Luke picking Josh this week. Uh, that pushes me above 500 for the first time this season, I believe. You did it. Uh, five and four. Luke is at seven and one. Blake, two and one. Josh, one and oh. And Brett. Still 0-1 and probably will be for the rest of the season. I mean, unless he wants to come on unless and try and get himself in that win column. Unless he comes back on and wants to make it 0-2. Yeah. But that's how it's going to go. You can try to get up to 500 or you can dig yourself into a deeper hole. This is your call. Yeah. It's <laughs> totally yours. Um, as far as scoring goes, did not follow our trend. Yeah, what the being fuck? way up on the fourth week. Um, only 0.28% above average this week. Um, average score this week is 116.71. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... We thought we had it figured out, but not quite there. Nope. Nope. Margin of victory leader still that week six Copper Cup, 92.64. Untouchable. You know it. It's untouchable. Yep, you've heard it. Uh, brings us to our streaks. We already touched about it. The bigger streaks, Devontae's Inferno coming up to four wins and Return of the Cup going up to six losses in a row. Other streaks that we have, the only other two streaks we got, Brees' Pieces with three wins in a row and too many cooks with three losses in a row. You We're got rolling that, again. You got that yeah. one win to break up the streak. Look, look, I'm happy to not have to don the fecal chloroform name. Right. Beyond that, I know what this season is. That's fair. I knew what it was going to be. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. It's cool. a rough go. At least, at least you're at peace with it. I am very at peace with it. I recognize that this is not my year. Cool. 
good. Yeah. It's you should recognize that. <laughs> yeah. I am at peace. I do not lose sleep over this team, let me tell you. Incredible. That's good. That's good. Because you would have slept zero percent. I would have not slept all year. Um, moving on to waivers here, we've got three guys we want to kind of touch on here. Zonovan Knight being the first for thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to snag him. Um, the other person that bid put twelve dollars. That was Josh's team. Um, yeah, he kind of popped off. He did without Michael Carter around. Um, and he's a rookie running back. I'm interested in that. Yep. Um, I'm all about the future, and also, if EDN doesn't go, I need someone, so he right. might grace my roster yep. if and, needed. Yeah, and so you're hoping that Carter uh, doesn't go so that Zonovan Knight can get a in whole fuck ton of but work. I have Carter in another, so oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Right. Uh, but yeah, Zonovan Knight with that 14 touches for 69 yards uh, and three hatches for 34 yards, that's real good. Also, if I have him, no one else does. That's a good point. I yep. think his upside is is pretty good. His actually. upside is pretty good. It's just for the future, you know. Next year is pretty scary. I mean, that team has quite a few running backs that are really good. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he... Brees, obviously. Brees. James Robinson is still a good back. I don't know Michael, what to make of James Robinson in this uh, offense. They right obviously now. don't like him because he was inactive. Yeah. But Michael Carter's also a good back. So, mm-hmm. like, kind of a weird, like, thing for them. Like, I don't know why they drafted him. Yeah, it's strange. But whatever. But they I'll did. pick him up for the next couple of weeks if I need to. Yeah, right. Exactly. So. Use him. Can't take the money with me. Um, nope. Next up, here we have Mike White, the the goat. The goat. Yep. <laughs> Getting picked up for nine dollars by Brett. Um, Brett has a quarterback problem, I believe. Um, uh, yep. Which is why he picked him up. But I mean, look, Mike White has put up some solid production in a couple of his starts um, in the league here, so it might not be crazy. No, it might not be. I mean, this past week, this first start, he had a great game. We all know it, but he put up 25.8 fantasy points. That's great and might be the Jets' quarterback high watermark for the year. Also, he does not have a quarterback problem. Sorry, I just looked. He has Joe Burrow and Dak. Then He has a problem of having too, too many, many good quarterbacks, <laughs> maybe? Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so there's that. Um, but he also had a free roster spot, did not have to drop anyone. Yeah, so there you go. Shit, might as well take might, advantage might of it. Might as well. Yeah. Um, and then our last waiver action spot here, Jamichael Hasty getting picked up for $2 by Josh. No other bids on him. He stepped in admirably for Travis Etienne um, when Etienne went out this week. Yeah, yeah, 12 touches for only 28 yards, but 12 touches is pretty good. But the production came from the receiving end, five catchers for 67 and a touchdown. You like to see that. Yeah, you do. We just don't know if, I mean, ETN should go, but if he gets hurt again, Hasty will be the guy. And Still we also. Young. It's only his third year in the league. So right. Like... Yep. But we also don't know. I mean, they have Snoop Connor as well. They drafted him, too. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we would, you wouldn't know it from the usage nope, that they have you wouldn't. Snoop Connor. And they have Daryl Henderson just kind of on the practice squad, and we know how yeah, much a of a headache too, he is. A little too early for Daryl to come in, but yep. he also probably still won't. Yep. Uh,. Yeah, that's what we got for the waiver action. Um, only other pickup of note that was after waiver action, but uh, Jordan Mason to Blake's team for free. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I Worth mean, it. Mention yeah. it for sure. Good yeah. pickup. Yep. It's probably not useful from like, a, you know, he won't hit the roster. But probably not. I don't know. McCaffrey goes down. Someone has to run the ball. Good depth to have for sure. Yep. yep. And so that's the waiver action we got. Uh, no trades this past week, so nothing to talk about there. And so now it's time for Eric the Power Rank. Yeah, we are here. We are in the tri-ultimate. Is that even a word? Like third to last? Uh, Penultimate I, is second to last. Right, yeah. Is there a word for like third to last? 
it's that. I'll go bronze with metal. I'll go with try ultimate. <laughs> um, so, um, couple shakeups here. Nothing too crazy. Um, Team Rennie still sitting at number ten. Return of the Cup dropping a spot to number nine. Too many cooks. Somehow I have moved up a spot you in did the it. rankings by being one in eleven this year. Uh-huh. Um, to number eight. I think my efficiency is improving. Mm. Um, so that's that's where I'll hang my hat at this point um chubb thumping sitting at number seven trey montgomery at six Devontae's inferno still at five it's the luck i was looking at it today yeah um jackson your team went you have your opponents have scored eight points below their average against you oof which does not bode well for i mean bodes well for the record you've been winning easier games frankly is why why the luck rating is hurting you because Mm -hmm. you've been playing teams when they're weaker than normal yep um, Daft Punk tribute band moving down a spot to number four. Uh, Brace's pieces riding that win streak moving up to number mm-hmm. three. Um, Copper Cup sitting at two, and Prestige Worldwide sitting at number one. Yeah. Um, I still have a little issue with Devontae's being at five. It's pretty low. Yeah. I was tweaking a little bit with the power rankings today, and I couldn't really get it to go up. Wow. <laughs> like as much as as much as I was playing around with it, so he could get the number one seed, and then he he will still be at the five spot in the rankings. <laughs> Look, I, yeah, I mean it's definitely like likely that he just continues to win. Yeah, I think the big problem is like the dynasty ranking is not very good for him as gotcha. well. Um, I think like the future depth is a concern for this team. Um. Which is what's dropping it down a little bit. But right. I did try. Yeah. I did. I actually went in and tried to get this team up in the rankings because, like, logically, he in my be. head, he should be higher right. than five. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't do it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, well, blame the algorithm. Blame the algorithm. Blame every algorithm. I tried. You yeah. can't even blame me anymore because no. I tried to boost your rating. He tried to so. game the system. <laughs> yeah. I literally did. I tried to make you higher up, but I couldn't do it. Nope, not numbers just, are numbers. Yeah, they don't lie. Goddamn numbers! These these sons of bitches. They don't move Jackson, and then they move me down a spot. Though <laughs> I feel my move down is it kind of feels overdue at this uh, point. Yeah, you've scored <laughs> a lot of points, and your your efficiency is what's killing you mostly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you've scored a lot of points. You're second in points scored, I believe. Or really? Third. Yeah, third, third sounds right. Third behind um, Prestige and Copper Cup at yep. number two. Yep. There we go. But yeah, if only if only I was efficient. <laughs> if only. But yeah, that is it for the power rankings. And so now we're going to move ahead into our matchup preview for this upcoming week. And so, Eric, what matchup do we have on tap? Um, I believe this week we are looking at your team, um, the Daft Punk Tribute Band, going against Copper Cup. Okay. Um, two eight-win teams that are looking to solidify um, their spots in the playoffs, although yep. pretty much a lock. If you win this game, you will be a lock because there's only two weeks left. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and it feels like because we are still doing the six-team playoff format, at least for this season. At least for this year. Yep. Yeah. Um, because Sleeper did introduce a thing where we can do five playoff teams. But we that just, was after the league. We didn't get it started already. So. Yep. <laughs> right. So uh, moving forward, we will be changing that. But for this season, still six playoff teams. Yep. So uh, looking good. Win and in probably for this game. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, exactly that yeah so uh yeah let's break it down look into it uh the spread right now is sitting at 14 points 14 in In, favor of luke yes um 
couple players have started already. Ramondre going for you, mm-hmm. uh, Luke, and then Singletary, Singletary, and Diggs. Diggs, and the Buffalo defense going for Brett at the moment. Yeah, uh, known Panthers fan, Brett is uh, actually a Bills fan. Yeah, yeah, just definitely not a Vikings fan. That is apparent. Yeah, yeah. from this roster. Here's the thing: you look at like fantasy rosters and base like players off of like based fan bases off of that. Like Brett is clearly very clearly a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm very clearly an Eagles fan. Sure, <laughs> if you look at it, yeah. Because yeah. I got like no one has called it out, but like I got Hertz, Sanders, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard on my team. Like I have their offense. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. But we all have those teams that we just kind of like home. We in do. On. Yeah. Yep. I have a sneaky number of Giants, which I'm not crazy about. But I also have quite a few Vikings actually. Mm. Right. Dalvin and Hawk and. Um, I well, got Madison as well. Well, so you have Irv, up. but Irv and is... And I have Irv, right. so I got the running backs and the tight ends yeah. for Minnesota <laughs> yeah, locked yeah. up. Yes, you do. <laughs> Man. Um, but yeah, let's break it down, look into this matchup. The spread at kickoff, I believe, was like six points. So, so it's, closer than this. It's yeah. wavered uh, quite a bit so far on Thursday. It will continue to waver as projections do. But first up, quarterback matchup. Uh, we have Jalen Hurts on my side and Joe Burrow for Brett. Uh, Hurts and the Eagles are going to go... Uh, up against the Tennessee Titans, whereas the Bengals are going up against the Chiefs in what will be a crazy game. Yeah, like looking at these teams normally, I would be like all in on Jalen Hurts. He's just been awesome this year. He's one of the big three quarterbacks, Allen, Mahomes, and Hurts. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of like for sure. But I look at the other side. I see Joe Burrow going against Kansas City. That game's going to be a shootout. Gonna He's be getting chased back probably this week. Yep, He'll have his full plethora of weapons and chase higgins and Ch- and uh mixon i kind of like burrow in this one and tennessee is not an easy defense necessarily either no tennessee is not an easy defense the chiefs are not an easy defense like these are both going to be good matchups they're really tough matchups um i like hurts for the rushing f- ability of it more i totally hear that. Bur- burrow doesn't run as much he has the ability to but hurts can i mean last week he had 100 yards in the first quarter you know, yeah, I think on any given week, I would choose Hertz nine and a half out of ten times. Mm-hmm. But I think with the matchup, I see that game being a total shootout. Yeah. And Burrow just going off. This totally week. fair. Yep. Totally get it. Uh, next up, running back position. We have Josh Jacobs on my side and Christian McCaffrey on Brett's side. Um, McCaffrey kind of not really producing ever since going to the 49ers. It's been weird. Up, yeah. It's been weird. Yeah. Um, he did have the insane like second week where he had three touchdowns from three different facets of the game, and then since then, uh, 15.7, 14.1, which are respectable. They're still good, but not what you want from Christian McCaffrey. Right. And then last week, 6.9, did get banged up um, and limited in practice this this week so far. Yeah, I think the more concerning thing in the last three weeks is he has not topped 66% of the snaps yeah. um, in any of those weeks. Um, little concerning. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs here. He's running back one right now, and mm-hmm. he's playing like a man on a mission um and the matchup for him is very good both of these backs have great matchups yes miami's defense is not great the chargers run defense is garbage right um so it's it's pick your poison really on this one um i'm taking jacobs just because of how great he's been this year um and he's a little less banged up than mccaffrey that's fair and the usage is higher when he's healthy yep i actually think i would go with mccaffrey here still um, I think the the passing game involvement is what kind of leads me to that. He is more of a pass catching back. He's great. Totally. He's elusive as hell. Um, 
And, I mean, this is going to be a shootout because Miami can put points on the board like crazy. Counterpoint, Josh Jacobs got seven targets last week. That's awesome. Yeah. Didn't know that. <laughs> You but don't, you don't know that because, like, he put up, he just had an insane rushing total. Right. Uh, but he has been decently involved in the passing game this year. Uh, yeah, actually, not bad. Yeah. Just, you know, I think McCaffrey still is more no, involved I, as a I, receiver. I, <laughs> I agree with you. I'm here with, I'm here for it. But yeah. Yes. I'm going to go Jacobs, but again, a close one. It's tough. It's tough for sure. And obviously, I want Jacobs to come out on top of it, but yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Ramondre Stevenson is up next for me, and Devin Singletary is up next for Brett. Um, this game is happening right now. Both it these backs is. have points on the board. A few points. A few points. Not very many. No, it's it's the end of the first half, so there's more game to play, and we know what can happen in one singular half of football. I would go with Stevenson here. Me too. Um, because I just don't know what the fuck is going on in Buffalo's backfield. We already kind of hyped him up earlier in the yeah, show. Right. Um, I'm all in on Stevenson. He's he's awesome. Yep, he's great. Uh, yeah, and so now on to the wide receiver position. This is where things get a little dicier for me. (laughs) (laughs) And very strong, at least for the first two for Brett. Yes. Uh, First matchup. Devonta Smith on my side and Stephon Diggs on Brett's side. Diggs. It's Diggs. It's Diggs. You take Diggs. Devonta Smith is a good receiver. He is limited by A.J. Brown being around, um, and he's very boom-bust. He sometimes has, like, big weeks, and then sometimes he'll have nothing. He is. Um, And then Diggs is the guy. He's the one. Yeah, Easy. he's he's awesome. Yeah, yep. Uh, so digs there, quite handily. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty obvious one. He's wide receiver one so far this year. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Next up, wide receiver is Debo Samuel on my side. Jamar Chase on Brett's side. Jamar Chase is back. He's healthy. He feels good. Uh, they didn't play him last week so that they could ensure that he was 100 percent for the Chiefs. Makes sense. Yep. And I'm going to go Chase. I also Debo has had very suspect usage in the last four weeks. It's been very weird. Uh, the weeks where he has not had a higher snap percentage, where his more productive week. Um, and yeah, it's just been kind of a wild year for Debo uh, from what you were hoping. Yeah, it's not the same as it was last year. Ayuk, in my opinion, is the wide receiver to own yep. in San Francisco this year. Yeah, he is definitely the much more productive one for sure, at least definitely from a pass-catching perspective. Again, this matchup with the Dolphins should be a shootout, so there's potential there. But Jamar Chase is the guy you go with here yep. just because he's so insanely he's, explosive. His upside is probably the highest Yes, of sure. any receiver. Definitely is. Uh, final wide receiver matchup, we have C.D. Lamb on my side as the Cowboys take on the Colts, and we have Mac Hollins for Brett as the Raiders take on the Chargers. Um, that's pretty easy C.D. Lamb for me. Yeah, I go C.D. as well. Uh, Mac is just, he's been okay. Yeah, Boom I mean, bust. Marquise Brown on bye for Brett. Darnell Mooney injured. Mm-hmm. It's a wide receiver issue. DeAndre Hopkins also on bye. So really just like fighting through that issue for Brett this week. Very I'm going to go so. CD Lamb. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, we'll go CD uh, for that one. Tight end position. Logan Thomas on my side and Cole Komet on Brett's side. This one's Cole Komet because he's actually a productive tight end. And the tight end landscape sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since it's Dallas Goddard com- got hurt, I didn't have depth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be Komet, but like. I don't know, man. I don't like. I'm not really into either of these guys. I was really high in Komet at the beginning of the season, um, and he had a couple good weeks. But I, I can't get there. I know he's tight end eight in in standard and eleven in PPR. But like the fact that he's tight end eight in standard is rough. What gets him to tight end eight too is those two weeks where he popped the fuck off. He had two touchdowns in each of those weeks. Yeah, you can't count on that. No. Yeah. So. 
I'm gonna choose commit, but I'm 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 not happy about it. Yeah, I mean, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll choose commit here uh, as well, <laughs> and. I don't know. You just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. There's there's like nothing to argue here. Yep. Flex position. Kenneth Walker for me as the Seahawks take on the Rams and Jeff Wilson for Brett. Dolphins, 49ers. We got a lot of pieces in that matchup right now. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, gosh, I do love me some Kenneth Walker, although this last couple of weeks he has not been productive on the ground at all. No, he's been saved One, by touchdowns. Yeah, 1.7 and 1.8 yards per carry. Yep. Not not good numbers whatsoever. Um, but the upside for Kenneth Walker is is kind of unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jeff Wilson pretty much owns that backfield. He does. I think this is closer than the five-point projection it is, spread. It's much closer. That's here. Jeff Wilson is being severely underprojected. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, but I'm still going to go with um, Kenneth Walker. That Rams defense is struggling this year, and that San Francisco defensive line is scary. Yeah. You do make the argument that Jeff Wilson revenge game, if that's a thing you want to try and talk about for sure. But defensive line will trump that. It's terrifying. Uh, And yeah, I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker as well. The Rams will not have Aaron Donald. And so that will help open up some running lanes for sure. And we knew we know what Pete Carroll loves to do and he loves to fucking run the ball. Yep. I I, I love Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I, I am. I'm a little sad. I did not draft him this year and I drafted Drake London instead. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I very know. happy. About I know, that. but I also didn't need running backs. I needed a wide receiver, <laughs> yep. and Drake London was the best one. And then they don't throw the ball. Yep. Anyways. Yep. That's the that's the Falcons. That's my sad tangent. <laughs> Kicker position is what's next on tap. Jason Myers for me, and Justin Tucker for Brett. Uh, Justin Tucker. You gotta love Jay Tuck. He's <laughs> kicker number one. He has not scored below seven and a half points since week one. He's he's a living legend at the kicker position. He's so good, and to pick against him would be insane. And I will not be doing that. Despite, Although Jason Myers is kicker three, so like no Myers has been having a very good bad, year. He's but... been productive for sure. But you don't go picking <laughs> against Justin Tucker. No, you don't. You just you just can't. And he's in Denver. So. Yep. Uh, it is actually in Baltimore. Oh, never mind. Um, still, but doesn't still. matter. Yeah, he's uh, gonna get his. Yeah, one hundred percent, he will. Defense, Dallas Cowboys for me, and Buffalo Bills for Brett. The Bills right now are going up against the Patriots. Uh, you would expect the Bills to have a decent showing against that offense, but also Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick, and he'll do he some. Always weird finds shit. ways to make things yep. weird. Cowboys going up against the Colts. I take the Cowboys here because the Colts are just a fucking dumpster. <laughs> I'm going to take the Cowboys literally because Micah Parsons. Yes. He's going to kill Matt Ryan. He will. I'm pretty sure Matt Ryan is going to die this weekend. Yeah. Um, he very that's well really could. that's really the only reason. Look, the, the Bills are a great defense. They very I much are. I have no problem with the Bills defense. Dallas defense is awesome. Uh, th- what is so good about them is just how insane they are getting into the backfield and creating pressure. The and pressure is crazy. Yeah. You can't fight it. And Matt Ryan does not really have the escapability uh, to be able to run away from it. He does have, for sure, if he sees an opening, he can run the ball for a surprising amount of yards. But in terms of when he's going to get pressured, it's going to be bad and it's going to be fast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's. It. I think I'm choosing Dallas here. Uh, yeah, I am as well. Uh, and so now it comes time to pick the matchup. Uh, the winner that you think, really, because we know what side I land on. Yep. You're choosing yourself. Contractual obligations. As you must. Yep. Um, golly. Um, I think I'm going to choose you as well. Um, Fuck. <laughs> I like Josh Jacobs. I'm a little, I'm, I'm worried about McCaffrey. 
um, frankly. That's fair. Um, and then from C.D. Lamb down, it's other than Logan Thomas, it's basically all you. I, I think the C.D. CD Lamb versus Mac Hollins is pretty significant. Um, I think Kenneth Walker is, has the potential to have a really, really good day, mm-hmm. um, another big upside day. Um, and so for that reason, I'm going to choose you. Um, I'm, I'm worried about some of the floor on, on Brett's side. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, yeah, if if Brett does have any weaknesses right now of this lineup, it is the floor for some of these players and how low it can be. Yep. Yeah. And that's not to say I don't have a low floor on some of these guys either, but Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to choose Luke here. And I also choose me. Because I have to. And I yeah. also want to. <laughs> so Brett Feel free to prove us wrong. Feel feel free to officially earn your spot in the playoffs. Yes. Frankly, both of these teams are probably going to be in. It's unlikely that either of these teams will miss the playoffs. I mean, I it, feel like by math purposes. It is mathematically possible because we have three regular season games left. Uh, yes, you are correct. Right? Week yeah, 13, 12, 13, week 14. 14. We should be doing playoffs in 15 through 17. It's week 13 right now. 12 is just it? happened. Oh, well, then it is, I guess it's still mathematically possible, but you guys have a pretty big points advantage over the next team. Yeah. So we would need to, I mean, one of us for sure locks it this week. Yeah. When um, and you're in for sure for yeah. this, for this competition. Josh this can at least match us in record if he wins the next two weeks and then w- whatever team loses this also loses next week. Yep. But, we'll do a full playoff breakdown next week for positioning. Um, yeah. I will work on that, but. Yeah, I, this is a win and you're in. Um, so, Brett, feel free to prove us wrong. Um, I'm going to cheer for Luke because I think he can win. I'm also going to cheer for me because I am me. And I want my <laughs> record to be good. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, it's all about pride here. It's definitely a selfish thing at this point. It's if glory. my actual fantasy team can't have a good record, I want my picking team to win. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That is the hat that I thought both of us would be on after two weeks of this season, and then my team decided to rattle off seven wins. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I'll take that. Uh, but, yeah, that is what we have for the matchup preview, and that is what we have for the episode. So, Eric, anything you would like to add? No, that's it. Perfect, cool. That is what we got for the show. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Blue Balls. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. And with that, have a good night, have a good day, and have a good week. Good luck. Good luck.